If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. WABC. Breaking news. WABC. And Dominic Carter here with you. This news broke when I was filling in for Bill O'Reilly earlier tonight, 9 to 10 p.m., followed by Rita Cosby that came on. And the latest information that we have out of Michigan, out of Michigan, the shooting at Michigan State at the campus. As of right now, there are three people dead, three dead, suspect still at large, uh, five others uh, injured, some with life-threatening injuries. Apparently, it was more than one shooting uh, by the same suspect, apparently. Police are looking, they are searching for, in Lansing, Michigan, an African-American male, a shortened stature, wearing red shoes a, uh, a, a and a jean jacket. And apparently the uh, the suspect is still still at large. And uh, should any information change during the course of this hour, we will, of course, bring it to you as the manhunt is underway. And should this uh, the story break overnight, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, will have the latest details. So. We have the uh, the shooting at Michigan State in which three people are dead as of right now, five others with life-threatening injuries. And so one has to wonder how many times, as I said earlier, do we have to go down this road as far as crime and mental illness? How many times do we have to go down this road? This as the situation uh, in Brooklyn, where the apparent suicidal uh, driver of the U-Haul uh, truck mowed down uh, eight people, one dead. Apparently, this individual has a history of violence and mental illness and reportedly said to police, shoot me, I'm not stopping. The suspect rented the U-Haul truck back in January in Daytona Beach, Florida, and uh, his relatives say that they are not surprised by this, uh, declaring that the man belongs in an institution, and I'm quoting here, for the rest of his life, tied to the bed, away from everyone. It just seems like a lot is going on throughout the country. And I firmly believe, and a lot of bad things, I firmly believe it points to a lack of leadership that is coming out of all our political leaders, but in particular out of Washington. And all of these woke politics, and it's, it's, just, it's just horrible. It's horrible. So in, in Memphis, Tennessee, in Memphis, Tennessee, And by the way, we're going to start taking your telephone calls in just a moment. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. In Memphis, Tennessee, you recall the five African-American officers charged with murder in the uh, Tyree Nichols case. And I immediately said that it's a mistake to disband the Scorpion unit, which they were part of. And uh, the leaders in, in Memphis, the city leaders, caved in 
to the political pressure and the unit has been disbanded. Well, this morning, a Tennessee 17-year-old young lady, and this happened in fairness to the community there, about an hour outside of Memphis, but a 17-year-old who happened to be the president of her high school class shot to death coming home from a basketball game. This just happened in Memphis, in which the 17-year-old student was fatally shot, and this happened on February 10th. And uh, the young lady's name, uh, Christine Michael, reportedly had a 4.0 GPA and was class president at Haywood High School in Brownsville. This is about an hour from Memphis. The police have charged the 16-year-old, and the police have charged an 18-year-old with first-degree murder, each being held without bond. So it, 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 it probably does not include the jurisdiction of the Memphis police, but it's, it's nearby, about an hour away. And when, when society starts caving in, in particular on law enforcement, these things are only going to get worse. I talk about them practically every night, and, and it's not getting better. So you get rid of the Scorpion unit, and now look, look at what, what has happened. A 17-year-old girl, class president, 4.0 GPA, may have been a doctor somewhere, and now her family is planning her funeral. And the backdrop of all of this, a third legal marijuana shop has opened up in New York City amid concern over the illegal cannabis market. So these markets are popping up, just popping up in New York City near down, downtown near uh, NYU, and there's a concern about the illegal cannabis that's being sold, and that opens up to these stores being robbed because they're selling the, the marijuana illegally, and, and the, the robbers, the burglars, they know that there's money there. And it, it, is, it is just an absolute mess when you consider some of the things that are going on. Also, what I mentioned during the uh, Bill O'Reilly program, as it relates to migrants, Montreal, or, or more specifically, I should say Quebec, has said to the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, hey, buddy, stop paying for these bus tickets to send the migrants up to Plattsburgh and on into Canada. They are declaring that they are dealing with too much, too much in terms of the financial cost that's going on as it relates to Canada. And more news as it relates to Congressman George Santos. Apparently, with his campaign spending, the New York Times is reporting that he spent $365,000 in a phantom campaign uh, spending effort in which he failed to give details, any details, any details at all to the tune of $365,000 of his campaign spending. Let's begin with your uh, telephone calls. Let's begin with uh let's let's begin with Al and Yonkers. Good morning, Al. What's on your mind? Uh good morning to you, Dominic. You know, unfortunately, these active shootings on campuses have been happening for some time. As we go back to 1966, uh, Charles Whitaker, after killing his family, he got on the tower at the University of Texas and started picking off people, and uh, it was a terrible situation. But I agree with you. Uh, The rise in crime, uh, the lack of leadership in Washington uh, has exacerbated this situation. So I just wanted to say uh, you're you're 100% right. I agree with you. Well, thank thank you for that, Al. I, 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 I wish I was wrong. I really do. I I really do because who wants to be right in a situation like this? 
who wants to worry that uh, when 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 you're when you're outside, and I I don't mean this, and thank you for the call, Al. I don't mean this to scare people, but you're walking around the street, uh, any location, any gap, you never know when something. You know, you could you could have been in Bay Ridge a few hours ago, uh, when this man. Just imagine, folks. Just imagine the size of some of the U-Haul vehicles, and they they don't necessarily have to be big. But the vehicles carry much power. Now imagine one of those U-Haul vehicles. Let's say, let's say the medium-sized one, uh, plowing into you at 30, 45 miles an hour, 30 to 45 miles an hour, and you don't see it coming, and it just jumps up on the sidewalk and boom, just like that, and just like that, you could be mortally wounded, fatally wounded. Or, or or your life could change forever. Or you could be walking down the street and gunfire. Gunfire, an outbreak of uh gunfire. It it is uh it is it is uh horrible. Let's let's go to Pat in New Jersey. Good morning, Pat. What's on your mind? Hi, good morning, Dominic. So good to hear you on tonight. Thank you. Um Dominic, I don't know if you had heard um, the situation that took place, in, and if I may say, in San Francisco. It's just too damn woke. Um, a woman who had, I think it was called Angel Cake, and her purse was stolen, and she ran out to get it. And they dragged her to her death, and her friends had said she wouldn't want any charges pressed against them because that would only create other issues, so... That's the way they're leaving it. Is that crazy, or is there something wrong with my mentality? Um, the only thing that's wrong with the mentality of the victim, and and maybe I shouldn't say this, Pat, but, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe charges shouldn't be filed. Maybe we should just go to the conviction stage and, and, and have these animals dealt with the way that they should be dealt with. We, we have to stop coddling these, these criminals, these, I, I don't even know, I don't even know anymore what to call them. But, but I can tell you this much, Pat, that our politicians need to be ashamed of themselves. It's especially those, and Pat, listen, if, if, if conservative politicians were doing something that's bad, Believe me, I would call them out in a New York minute. So it's not it's not about it's not about just lashing out at those on the left. But right now, it's those on the left that are are destroying the country. It's those on the left that are telling people anything and everything they want to hear to get reelected. And the problem with all of this is that the criminals are listening to the same message. And the criminals. And Dominic, may I say something? Go else? ahead, go ahead, Pat. Maybe you can cover to what has been happening. It's a very unusual situation between derailments, air balloons, if that's what you want to call food crops. There's an attack that's going on in this nation, and it, it, it is it is going against anybody that has any values whatsoever. I I agree with you, Pat. I really do. But I'll take it a step further. While we're all focusing on the balloons and the flying items and everything else, we don't know if that's a diversion for the big thing that may be coming. And so it's, I, I just, I just, I, 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 I'm, I'm almost at my wits end in terms of, and I thank you for the call, Pat, in terms of uh, describing and, and dealing with all of this stuff, let's go to LQ in the Bronx. Good morning, LQ. What's on your mind? Uh, good morning, oh, oh, Dominic. Yeah, LQ. What was wrong with your phone there, folks? Whatever. I'm sorry, I, I just didn't get to you. Um, my condolences to the uh, to the families uh, of all who were shot. Uh, what needs to be done? This is happening too much off, too often. They need to have the part them. Uh, uh, university police have gun detectors detect for anyone entering the college at fifty thousand dollars at least a year for a student. This should this is horrible and it should never happen. 
Well, the the problem, LQ, I agree with your assessment, but many of these campuses are open campuses, and you do have the front gate and the back gate, but it's rather easy to be on campus without you know, without having to go through security or without going through uh, uh, secured personnel. And so I, 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 this is why, in my opinion, this is why I prefer a president that comes from a position of strength so that the message goes out that if you screw up or if you do this, there will be serious repercussions. That's just the way that I see it. LQ, I appreciate the call. Let's go to California. Let's say good morning to Alex. Good morning, Alex. What's on your mind? I thank you for taking my call. I have a suggestion on how innocent people can fight back against these, against these criminals who won't be locked up by these lax DAs. So you basically you arrange for a veteran of the military to go around disguised as a decrepit old guy and having a concealed carried weapon. And when one of these monsters attempts to attack him, instead of finding an old guy, they'll find a, a veteran of the military, and he'll turn around and, and basically use his concealed carry and put an end to the to the attacker. Well, you you can't have that, Alex, in major in major cities. But 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 what you can do, what you can do, is something that used to be done all across the country. But with the wokeness, with the far left, oh no, it's not fair. It's not fair. The far left, we used to have in police departments all across the country, some of the best undercovers that one one could could ever want in terms of, it. let's say if there was a, and thank you for the call, Alex, let's say if there was a um, an attack on, on the Hasidim, right? Uh, in, in New York City, they, the police department would have someone uh, dress up as if they are part of the Hasidic community, but what these animals wouldn't know is that they were an undercover officer, and as soon as you moved on them, they would issue the code, which would send the message to the team, and the entire team would come running, and thus you would have the arrest. And so you would never know whether or not you were dealing with an undercover team. But oh no, oh no, under de Blasio, we can't do that anymore. It can't, you know, it's not fair. There's sting operations where you're enticing people. That's the way the logic went. Well, we did it your way, de Blasio, and what are you doing now? You're up at Harvard begging for a job. You're in Washington begging for a job. Well, keep begging, de Blasio, because the job is not coming. You're not going to be hired because people see how you ran New York City into the ground. No one wants anything to do with you. Let's go to Robert, Suffolk County. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Thanks for taking my call. I've given a little more thought, and I believe you are right on education being a key to getting out of this life cycle and culture of violence. I think these kids should all be required to undergo mandatory vocational training, whatever it is, be a machinist, a carpenter, electrician, electronics whiz, something. And that will, one, produce more immediate results. You're taking kids off the street. They'll be in school longer, and they'll be learning something that will maybe take them out of poverty. Good hey, hey, Robert, Robert, I'm, I'm not, hey, Robert, I'm not speaking for all young people because most are out there trying to do positive things. The, the problem, and, and I hate to sound negative, the problem with your solution, and it, it's, it's, a, it's a worthy solution, but the problem with your solution would require that you can't smoke weed until 2 o'clock in the morning and then think you're going to get up at 6 a.m. to go to this trade school. So it's just not going to work because these kids, now I'm talking about some, not all. I'm not even talking about a majority. I'm talking about some. These kids think that they can sit up and smoke marijuana, and then they'll tell you, it's legal, it's legal. And then when you say to them that um, that you purchase yours illegally and you don't know what it's laced with, 
and you don't know how much fentanyl. Notice I didn't say if fentanyl. I said is in it. I said how much, and you don't know if that's your last puff. But I, I something, Robert, I, I like the idea, but it, it's not going to reach all the masses uh, that that's required. For myself, that was my path in high school. I took vocational education, wood shop, metal shop, mechanical drawing, architecture for two years. And that really helped me in my life afterwards, getting better jobs, being more employed on a steady basis. I'm glad, Robert, that it worked out for you. I'm I'm really glad, Robert. And I just don't know as it relates to these all these years later with the kids that are out there today. Thank you for the call. Robert, so one one of the issues that I have, right? So the newest, <laughs> the newest um, shop, cannabis store, it's called Union Square Travel Agency, right? And uh, it opened uh, Monday at noon to less fanfare than the city's first uh, store. But the first person to purchase uh cannabis flower happened to be an adjunct professor at NYU, a gentleman by the name of Terrace Coffee. I, I don't understand why someone associated with the university, listen, whatever you do in your private life behind closed doors, that's on you. But I I don't think it's cute. I don't think it's appropriate for a university professor to be the first one to purchase weed at this new store. Professor, what message are you sending to your students? Call me old-fashioned. Maybe I am old-fashioned. And so apparently this shop is going to split its money with the Doe Fund, which does a lot of work in the community, but we're all making an assumption that it's going to make money. There are so many stores and so many within one area. And then you have the, uh, then you have the, the shops, the shops that are set up illegally. There's no guarantee that they're going to make money. And we do know initially they may, we do know that in some cases years later, it's a, it's a flop. Years later, it's a flop. And so I, I just, I, I, maybe I'm old fashioned and I am at a loss for words right now because I don't understand why a university professor would be the first online to purchase marijuana at a uh, legal cannabis store. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to take a break. When we come back, more of your telephone calls. We go to, we're going to go to Long Island, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, the Bronx, and Queens. But I also want to tell you folks to join the 77 WABC VIP Club by downloading the app or going to wabcradio.com slash VIP and enter now for this week's 77 WABC VIP Club Prize, a personalized and autographed copy of WABC owner-operator John Casamitidi's new book, How Far Do You Want to Go? Lessons from a Common Sense Billionaire. Join the 77 WABC family as every week we are giving away prizes to our 77 WABC VIP members. And the prizes include live event experiences, celebrity meet and greets, signed items, concert tickets, and more. Again, this week, a personalized and autographed copy of WABC owner-operator John Katsimatini's new book, How far do you want to go? Lessons from a common sense billionaire. We will be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Breaking news, WABC. And more information this morning out of Michigan, in which we have uh, three dead, five uh, with life-threatening injuries. The suspect, the alleged suspect in this case, has been found dead, apparently of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. And so you had scores of police officers in Lansing, Michigan, including the FBI and other agencies involved in this this uh, broke just a short time ago in terms of the uh, shooting. And uh, as it relates to what's going on at the Michigan State campus in which there's been a shooting again, at least three dead, five others with life-threatening uh, injuries. But uh, the good news is that it appears that the threat is over. The suspect, the shooter, has been found uh, dead of a apparently of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Officials are briefing the media as of right now with the FBI speaking at the podium, and we will continue to bring you the very latest. And uh, if it happens after 1 a.m., you still want to stay with us because Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, will have the very latest. So we are dealing with a number of topics and um, let's let's go back to the telephone calls. Eight hundred eight four eight WABC. Eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. Susan in Brooklyn. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hi there. I'm all wound up tonight. Thanks to you. Um, no, about the um, these high school kids. I know. That I see it all the time. Little young kids. They're yes. not old enough to shave, but they're smoking pot. And it is illegal because they are underage and for a good reason. And just like the professor that was showing a bad example, what about Mayor Adams giggling and laughing, you know, showing, you know, bringing the pot to whatever that late night, you know, I, I, that he was Susan, on with. Susan, call, call me old-fashioned, but I agree with you. <laughs> I do not believe that was the appropriate message for the mayor of New York City to send in his first uh, national late night appearance. And, and you say to the host that you, you brought some marijuana uh, for him and you can't give it to him right now in air, but but you have it backstage. That's that's part of the problem. And the mayor's intentions, he may have been well intended, but but it just sends the wrong message. And things things are just not looking Things are not looking in a in a in a positive direction. So, Susan, you said that you were all worked up. Why? <laughs> because it's like all these storms coming together. Remember, yes. like when we had Superstorm Sandy, and there were all these fronts, and it's like, well, if they all come together, we're really screwed. And we all kind of feel that way now with the uh, you know po- potential EMP weapon. Yeah. Uh, that basically will kill 90% of the population, okay? So, But I don't think the Chinese really would want to do that because we owe them too much money. So <laughs> maybe that's the bright side. Right. Well, you, you know. Uh, oh. <laughs> you don't laugh, you'll cry, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. L- literally, Susan. I mean, because for the life of me. And again, I, I'm admitting maybe, maybe I'm a little too conservative. Maybe I'm a little old-fashioned. But for the life of me, I cannot understand why, why a grinning NYU professor, in particular a man of color, would be the first one online to purchase uh, marijuana at a legal uh, marijuana store. I mean, what? Well, maybe what, it was what high. Right. I mean, I mean, do, do do you want to send the message to your kids that that you're cool? When I say kids, I'm referring to college students that you're cool. I mean, we, we know a lot of professors that. Um, that uh, you know they they want to interact with the kids and they think that they're cool, but 
the stakes are too high. Susan, I, I appreciate your call. Thank you uh, for the call. Let's go to Gino in Queens. Good morning, Gino. What's on your mind? The bottom line is is that I was never against uh, legalized cannabis consumption for uh, medicinal purposes, people uh, terminally ill, people with glaucoma, cataracts. But to legalize it for recreation, it's a proven fact that uh, alcohol and cannabis are the stepping stones for the harder drugs. And it's been like that. It's a known fact since the 1960s. And the bottom line is the, there are some good millennials, but the government, especially the left-wing loons, they make it so uh, easy, Dominic, to mooch, to get checks. I, I was in an apartment for three years in Harlem, and I had 200 tenants. And uh, the bottom line is these were able-bodied guys and gals in their 20s, 30s on checks, not working. And out of the 200 tenants, the only two that were marked for eviction or harassment were the two tenants, two out of 200, and they were both disabled American veterans. And the VA didn't back them up. The VA sided with the slum owners. And by the way, listen, I can bring that veteran to uh, ABC Studios on Wednesday during business hours with his credentials to meet you, the one who is without the regular food, if you want. Well, give me give me till tomorrow, Gino, to think about this um, and figure out what's the best way to. So let's put that on pause and until we speak again. Let me uh, let me figure it out um, because I've got to come up. I just wanted to give you a heads up because I have to call by five o'clock tomorrow for accessoride to get him over there to ABC Studios, and I'm going to go through my papers and and ask him uh, tomorrow to get all his paperwork you know, proof of service and everything to show you. So, Gino, before I let you go, so you're telling me that he's, that this is a veteran that's not receiving any services. The only thing he's receiving, Dominic, my friend, is medical coverage at the VA hospital. He's denied um, dental. Most American veterans are denied dental coverage. Um, He's been applying since July 1979, for uh, physical uh, disability checks, for dental, dermatological, and orthopedic, and they've heartlessly denied him. He's proven his case. I've seen the hundreds of papers he submitted. But wait, 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 but wait, Gino, I I want you to stay with me now. I need you to focus. I I don't want to deal with dental right now. I asked you uh, directly, and I'm referring to monetary benefits. You're telling me that he doesn't, this is a veteran, and he doesn't receive any financial benefits. Not, nothing from the VA, local, state, or federal. Nothing from the VA. Okay, so, but so where is he receiving financial benefits from? That I have to find out because I know he's going to have to pay. Once he's down, he's in this apartment. The apartment, he's going to have to pay, of course, a certain amount for rent and for utilities and insurance and things like that. Okay, and, 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 he, and, that- he, and he received the honorable discharge. Honorable discharge. I saw the copy. Voluntary service. And the majority is, Dominic, most American veterans are denied medical uh, dental. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. Gino, Gino, please focus with me. You want to talk about dental. I'm not dealing with dental right now. I'm talking about bottom line financial benefits. Because if I get involved, this it's all got to be on the up and up. And I'm going to find out in two minutes. So you might as well tell me the truth. You're, I, because I'm starting to get a little concerned because you keep leaning towards dental. I'm not asking about dental right now. I'm asking about financial benefits as a veteran. Nothing from the United States Department of Veterans Affairs. No money. Just uh, medical benefits at the, the VA hospital. That's it. Mm. I, I I don't know, Gino. Well, let me think about it. I it's it's very hard to believe, but let me let me uh, let me think about it. And I thank you for the call. Let's go from Queens to Brooklyn. Let's say good morning to Audrey. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Good morning, and this is on my mind. The only thing that's troubling me, this whole thing that's happening, is these mass shootings. Here we go again. And no president, no politician has done a doggone thing about it. That's what I'm concerned about. All this woke and conservative nonsense, that doesn't buy it. Get somebody that can do something. And and that's troubling because the, the students that died, and it doesn't have to do anything with the technical training or the knowledge. Somebody has to stop these mass shootings. And the right to bear arms regularly. 
violate that and, you know, back, you know, purple, that bothers me. You know, these, <clears throat> that's why there's three people that died already, maybe more. But that's senseless. To me, that's it. How was your weekend, Dominic? Um, <laughs> well... <laughs> Well, Audrey, but 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 you know, but 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 I I have to push back a little bit. So so you say regulate guns, right? And I to a degree I say the same thing. But 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 you said that the wokeness doesn't bother you and so on. But look at the conditions of our country. What's going on, Audrey? I mean, and it doesn't matter because it seems important to have names or labeling people, but that's not the issue. The issue is getting stuff done. I don't care if it's Democrat, Republican, or whatever. Something has to be done, and it's on and on and on and on. And we did talk about this earlier this year, and I said it's okay. going to happen again. Uh, okay, so wait now. So you initially supported uh, the migrants being coming here to New York, right? And, and 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 look at the situation. The city is in in a, in a position of financial ruin, right? Yeah. And and because nobody, you know, the money doesn't doesn't come out of the air. We don't get to pull it out of the trees. I know that many people in our community think that the money just comes out of the trees, but it I doesn't. That's a naive way to think. Come on. Okay, but then, but then, but but. Audrey, and you know, I think the world of you—it's—it's it's naive to say bring them here. That's not just just as naive. To Let's just, it this way, Dominic. Are they picking up guns and, and causing mass shootings? That's what I'm concerned about. I'm saying, you know, they're here, and that's that. We all here, and we got to deal with it. But that's my problem, and, and you know, I can't pick on folks right now because that could have been anyone, anyone, anyone. When you say, you mean the the Michigan shooting? Yeah. It's troubling because, you know, just to hear it. I walked in the door and that's the first thing I saw, breaking news. What the heck is going on? You know, hmm. it's, it's just too much violence. It's just crazy. Hmm. Anyway, we're going to well, go through it. And, and, and what's, what, so apparently two of the killings happened at uh, Berkeley Hall at Michigan State campus. And one happened at the uh, Michigan State Union, the Michigan State uh, Campus Union. And... You know, thanks for the call, Audrey. But that's where people go, the student union. That's where people go to socialize, to hang out, to 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 get away from the stressful environment of college. And so this person wanted to cause as much damage as humanly possible. To go to the student union, you're looking and and, and thank God they were not because normally that, that that's where a lot of people are on a college campus, the student union. They're there watching a movie screening. They're there getting something to eat. They're there purchasing sports tickets. They're there for clubs and associations. And it's, I, I'm trying to figure out what would make this man do this. The suspect in this case, an African-American male, and uh, apparently he's dead and a, uh, of a of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. And so think about that for a second. He kills three people, shoots five others. The death toll may go up. And he's cornered like a roach in the corner. And what does he do? He takes the easy way out. And blows his own brains out or or himself in the chest. He wasn't even man enough to stand up and face what was coming to him. Janet, New Jersey. Good morning, Janet. What's on your mind? The woman you were just speaking to in reference to the guns, that we have to do something. You cannot take away the guns from the bad people. They get it all they want illegally. Good people know how to use guns, and that you can't take it away from the good people if bad people have it, and you're not going to stop manufacturing guns. And the other thing with the marijuana, it's a friggin' joke. The United States is trying to destroy itself. Children, this is, when you can have children smoking, when I say children, to me anything over 40 is a child, under, under 40 is under. a child. Okay. All right. And it's just wrong. How could people think you're going to stop and get rid of guns? It's been around 
for hundreds of years. Bad people, though, can always get a gun. Hmm. I'm a well, good person. I have a gun, and I'm not afraid to say it, but I know how to use it. But if somebody's going to come after me or break into my house, what am I supposed to do? Oh, they can kill me. It's not right. And they're the ones with the illegal guns. Right. I, I, I hear you, Janet. Um, and I'm, I'm really listening to, to your point of view. And um, uh, you you live in New Jersey, but, I mean, you do have to be careful with that weapon because if it's used in a way that, that doesn't pass months, muster as far as the law, you yourself could be criminally charged. But you already know that as a responsible gun owner. Correct? Absolutely. But I'm only using it in my house. I'm using it, God forbid, please. Right. But right. I want to be able to protect myself. Right. How dare they tell me you can't have it, but anybody can get a gun? Well, the only thing I can say, I, I, I support some type of gun control, Janet, but but I will admit this. I cannot be a phony. I cannot be a hypocrite. If 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 I look up and I see someone has broken into my home where my family is now at stake, it's a game changer. It's a game changer, and that's that's all I'm going to say because I, I don't want to. Well, maybe maybe I can go a little further. Uh, if I'm a gun owner, and I'm not, but if I'm a gun owner and and I catch you breaking into my home, let's put it this way. Hopefully I'll give you a reason, a rationale, where you'll never do it again in somebody else's home. I'm not talking about taking someone's life. But I'm talking about if you violate somebody like that. I do agree, Janet, that if you violate someone by breaking into their home, there must be repercussions. I thank you for the call, Janet. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are late for a commercial break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your telephone calls from North Carolina to New Jersey, Brooklyn, Long Island, the Bronx, Lake George. And Long Island again. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. The situation at Michigan State, the campus, three dead as of now, five, some injured, with some with life-threatening injuries. The suspect... Um, apparently dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Again, three dead as of right now, and uh, five others injured, some with life-threatening injuries. Another mass shooting, it occurred Monday night at Michigan State University. This is uh, very much an ongoing uh, story, and... uh, we will have uh, the very latest. The university has more than 50,000 students, according to its uh, website. But again, the suspect, the suspected shooter, has been found dead, apparently, of a self-inflicted uh, gunshot wound. Two of the deceased were killed at Berkeley at uh, Berkeley Hall, one at the uh, MSU Union, which is a student union uh, center. Let's uh, get back to your telephone calls. Let's go to uh, Tommy. Tommy in Brooklyn. Good morning, Tommy. What's on your mind? Uh, good morning, Dominic. Uh, I, uh, I'm a veteran, and uh, when veterans are injured, you know, in in line of duty and service, uh, they have to go when they retire. They go to a board, and if they had an injury or something like that, it's you know, it's online. They have to do the, the, um, the medical records for it, and they can get something for it. Like a, it, it's judged by the. Uh, by the doctors and the board, they say, you know, somebody broke, lost a limb, it's going to be a lot of money, you know, I mean, a lot of uh, percentage. And, um, but if somebody gets like 10 stitches uh, or they broke a finger or something like that, it's not going to deter you or dissipate, it's going to give you a disability to, to go to work. So it's not going to give you anything for it. You know, if you lost your hearing, obviously they're going to give you some for it. 3M, is, 3M has a, uh, a lawsuit that you can f- sign up for and you get some money for it. It's not a lot, but you get something. But they, they, they have to give you, uh, they have to vet you. And that's how it works. And not everybody's going to get it. I, you know, you just got to, you know, like if you got really hurt, like I was in war and I got broke my back and I had a couple of, you know, herniated discs, I'm 100%. So I got, I get, I get money, but not a lot, but I get enough. But if you're not, 
like connected to that, to that, you're not going to get anything if it didn't happen in um, in the army. And so, the and so, you're telling me that you either qualify for a pension, or you have a medical injury, or or you end up with nothing. Yeah, well, I mean, if you serve 20 years, you'll get a pension because you got 20 years. You get your letter. You get 20-year letter or more. You get more. You get more money for the longer time you serve. But let's say if you served four years and um, you didn't get nothing really happened to you. You worked on the base, you worked in Germany or something like that. You broke a finger, you got a couple of stitches. That's not a disability. That's not disabilitating somebody. I don't want to say that right. So they're not going to give you anything for it. Okay. All right. Well, Tommy, I I do uh, appreciate your call, and we wish you um, we wish you wellness and happiness, and thank you for your service to the country. Thank you, Tommy, in Brooklyn, Mark in North Carolina. Good morning, Mark. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Hi, Dominic. It's good to talk with you again. I always enjoy your show. Thank you. That's very nice of you to say, Mark. Please go right ahead. Yeah, I was going to say that most of these, in fact, statistically, 98% of these mass shootings happen in places where guns are already banned. They're already gun-free zones because the people that perpetrate them, I mean, they're, they're criminals, but they're also cowards like this guy was obviously was. And that's what they're going to gravitate to. They're looking for victims. But ironically, it was uh, Joe Biden who introduced the, quote, unquote, Safe Schools Act in 1990 that was signed into law by uh, Bush the Elder that created a lot of these environments where, you know, there's just not enough protection for the students there. So these these people are drawn there like a moth to the flame. Right. You know, I my my thing uh... I I don't know, Mark. I mean, you know, but I guess that's why why these individuals are mentally ill. You know, if you, it's not enough to just harm yourself. You you want to harm others, and we don't know if this uh, if this man is affiliated with the uh, with the university. Uh, we don't know that as of right now. But to, to three three people dead, five others fighting for their life. Oh, and, it's a tragedy. And, 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 I mean, young, we have to make the assumption of young people because it is a college campus and it's at nighttime. It's, it's just horrible. The, the entire thing is horrible. Mark, I, I, I do appreciate your call. And as far as your first comment, I'm going to actually sit down and look at a couple of recent mass shootings and see what the laws were in those states. And so that's why I can't comment on it as of right now. Because I I try my best as a journalist to be factual with uh with anything that I say, but I thank you for the call. Let's go to uh, Fred on Long Island. Good morning, Fred. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. I I should really call to get on the radio, but since you put me on, I want to. I'm a veteran, and I'm of what they call consider normal disability. I I'm under one hundred percent. And the general rule is in order to get dental and some of the other uh, high, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, high maintenance type of uh, uh, help with the VA, you have to be at least 200, what they call, and this doesn't make any sense to me, I can't explain it, 200% disabled. The gentleman who was on the phone earlier this evening, uh, a few minutes ago, yes, uh, he was, Gino. and he kept on Yes, and he kept on wanting to tell you about dental, dental, dental. Ninety, I'm going to say 95, I'm guessing, but about 95% of us veterans do not get dental. You have to be at least 200% disabled. And, of course, I can't explain what that means. I just asked my doctor last week, has it changed any? Could I get on dental? And he said, I do not qualify. I'm not, I'm not at least at the very minimum 100% disabled, and I'm not at 200%. The average veteran does not, who's at the VA, does not have any kind of dental uh, care given to him. Okay, so wait, 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 Fred, wait, Fred. So at the VA, they don't have a dentist? No, they do, but they only have a minimum amount. They don't have as many dentists as they have medical doctors. And there would not be, there would be not enough dental uh, uh, personnel to to take care of all of us. We we'd overrun the uh, system. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well. Well. That that gives <laughs> that me. gives uh, some perspective to the uh, situation. Fred, thank you uh, for the call. Let's go from Long Island to Lake George. Let's say good morning to our friend Mike. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? 
How you doing, Dominic? Well, and I uh, hope I'm you're well. Good, man. I'm in Myrtle Beach. Last I heard, Frankie, he was on deck. I think he's going to take his national show to Lake George. I'm in Myrtle Beach. Uh, I'm going to move down here permanently. But uh, everything that's going on, Dom, it's the end of your show. Uh, you know, the shooting in uh, Michigan State, uh, grammar school shootings, uh, out of control, psychotic behavior. And, you know, it's, it's never going to come to an end until lawmakers make it happen. You know, and all the other things and all the veterans that call, I raise a glass and look what's happening now in our country. Some of our veterans are homeless. They're giving carte blanche to, uh, to, to these migrants. It's out of control. Every phase of this country is out of control. Uh, thanks to, uh, you know, the donkey Biden and his, and his comrades, you know, it's, it's really uh, it's out of control. Well, Mike, uh, I, I'm starting to feel that way. Um, <laughs> Uh, quite a bit uh, as of late. Uh, there are a lot of things going on in the country that just don't make any sense to me. Mike, I, I thank you for the telephone call and have a great morning. With me in studio, the man that Mike just referenced, uh, Frank Morano, the other side of Midnight. How are you? I am great, Dominic. How are you doing? So tell me another story about the William Shatner uh, thing that you did the other day. I know we only have a minute and 40, but tell me something else about it. Uh, well, I will tell you that I learned that uh, that William Shatner's favorite cuisine is Japanese food, which is really? very interesting. And, uh, not you know, I like Japanese food, too, so it was not at all surprised by that. And you said he's 92? In a month, he'll be 92, yes. Well, I was looking at some of the pictures from the event, and you look, you look fabulous Thank up you. there on Thanks stage. But I mean, 92, wow. Yeah, that's for sure. So, we have just seconds left, <laughs> so please tell me what do you have to All right, out. well, it's Valentine's Day, so we're going to be talking Happy with... Happy Valentine's likewise, Day! Likewise, my friend, I got you some chocolate. Uh, we're going to talk with a matchmaker to uh, help the singles in our audience. We're going to have a discussion about pro wrestling. We have updates on all these UFOs we're shooting down. And a fella says uh, that all the smartphones we have are com- committing and contributing to America's loneliness epidemic. We're going to get into it. A lot coming up. You want to stay with Frank Morano tonight and WABC this morning. Alex Barnard, News Headlines. We will have the very latest on the mass shooting coming out of Michigan. I will be back again tomorrow. Same time, same station. Talk Radio 77 WABC.